now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. All right, we're going to kick off today's show with something really special. I mean, I discovered her uh, at AirVenture. I didn't see her at AirVenture, but I heard about her right after AirVenture because our good buddy Jimmy from Jimmy's World uh, uh, took her up. Or, I don't know, awarded her a pretty cool prize. And we'll just uh, bring her on and let her talk about it herself. It's uh, Kay with Fly with Kay on the, that's her YouTube channel. Kay, welcome to Just Plane Radio. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. Super stoked to be here. And, of course, to be able to talk about not only Jimmy's world, but Mike Goulian. And that was an incredible flight. No doubt about it. You know, I paid him 20 bucks. Uh, Dennis pointed that out right before we started to say he knew me <laughs> the, a few years ago. But uh, he's never taken me up in his uh, plane because I think I'd have to bribe him a little bit higher than 20 bucks. You think, Dennis? What do you think? Um, yeah, I think yeah. Uh, you would have to pay him, and I think the statute of limitations hasn't worn off yet. Well, that, <laughs> there's that. Yeah, and that whole restraining order thing. But uh, anyway, Kay was able to go up in the uh, plane with uh, Mike, uh, Michael Goulian, and uh, thanks to Jimmy from Jimmy's World. I, how did that work exactly? He just knew you and said, hey, you'd, you'd be a cool uh, candidate to go up and uh, fly over the folks at AirVenture, or what, Kay? I think more than anything, the reason why he chose me is because of all of the good that I I've been able to do for the aviation community as a whole, you know, inspiring younger people to look in aviation and inspiring older people who thought that their time had passed and say, hey, you know, if this is something you really want to do, you can watch me do it and you can get out and do it yourself. And that was one of his biggest points that he was proud of that I was able to accomplish. Well, and you do that quite well at Fly With K on YouTube. Just do a search. You know, the thing we do here in Just Plain Radio is I illustrate what not to do if you want to become a pilot, private pilot. Is that right, Dennis? Is that um, I play that Pretty role? Pretty much. You're on, what, year 11 <laughs> yeah, of your okay. student pilot? <laughs> so I think K's uh, technique definitely is, uh, you know, it, it should be awarded because you are doing some great stuff on your do- YouTube channel. But l- let's talk about what you did there with Mike Goulian because, I mean, you captured it all on YouTube. It's on your channel. It's on Jimmy's channel. Uh, I encourage people to go watch it because, you I mean, you weren't faking it. I think that was one of the best experiences you've had from what I saw. Oh, absolutely. It was a time that I'll never forget. And I think the coolest thing is, is I was able to chat with Mike before we actually got up in the airplane. Of course, he asked me, Are you a pilot? Do you know how to fly? And I actually got to perform some of those maneuvers myself. Wow. So it wasn't just going on an aerobatic flight. It was actually performing aerobatics in an airplane with Mike Gouleon. And you just can't beat an experience like that. Well, I have no doubt. Now, but the fact is you have a ton of experience yourself. So let's go through some of that. You you started your YouTube channel just as an outlet to share the joy of flying after you'd been doing it a few years or what? So long story short, during COVID-19, it was really hard to find an instructor job. The flight school that I had transferred to actually shut down due to not having enough students. We bought a small airplane, and one day I decided I was going to start making videos. I started on another platform. You might know it, TikTok and Instagram. Uh And about a year ago, I got serious about making videos on YouTube simply to share those experiences 
while I was building my personal experience and my hours working towards the airlines. Wow. So so you are on your way to become a commercial airline pilot. That is the goal. That's correct. I'm working towards it. I'm less than 200 hours shy right now. How about that? that that's pretty fast, I would think. What do you think, Dennis? What do you, you oh, think? yeah. It, it's amazing how fast that time builds up. You know, uh, once you start teaching and flying with other people, it's you go from 20 hours a year as a private pilot to all of a sudden 200 hours a year is not even a stretch as, a, as an active flight instructor. Yeah. What about uh, challenges? What do you think about that? Has it been uh, smooth sailing for you uh, so far or has there been a few little bumps in the road that you've documented along the way? I think the biggest challenge was definitely COVID-19 because I had to figure out a way to still be able to build my hours as a pilot, to stay current, to stay proficient. And unfortunately, due to COVID, every other pilot in my area was doing the exact same thing. So it got harder and harder to find an airplane to rent to build those hours, which is why ultimately buying Little Red ended up working out in the long run, of course. But I've had a few bumps in the road as far as, you know, filming all of my flights Everybody's a critic. Everybody knows exactly what to do because right. they can watch it on screen. And it's really fun to be able to share those experiences and say, hey, I'm not the perfect pilot, but safety is always my number one priority. And that comes through in all of my videos. Okay. Well, yeah, that doesn't really work with us as much because all they do is come on and bust my, you know what? Uh, because, uh, yeah, they, it just goes with the territory. You got to have a thick skin if you put it out there like this. You hear what I'm saying, Kay? Oh, absolutely. 100%. All right. And the ultimate goal is to become a commercial pilot. Has any of the uh, airlines already reached out to you? Because you're becoming quite popular on yes. uh, social media channels. What do you think? Yes, I've actually been reached out to by several. And one of the coolest things is when I do fly commercial, which isn't very often because of Little Red, obviously. Uh, nine times out of 10, the pilots on my airplane actually know exactly who I am. They want to uh -huh. take pictures and everybody's waiting to see where I'm going to end up. So as long as I can keep flying and making my videos and make some money doing it, I will be happy. Well, and it sounds like it's not just the pilots that recognize you as well. I was watching a couple of your videos and I think you've gotten some call outs from air traffic control as well, <laughs> asking if you're the TikTok uh, girl or not and things like that. So that's pretty awesome to have that kind of recognition uh, just on the air. Yeah, I absolutely love it. And the nice thing is, is at least so far, anybody who talks to me through the radios is always a fan. I never have any haters reaching out. <laughs> yeah, well, why? what's there to hate? You want to become a private, you want to be a pilot, a commercial pilot. I mean, we're all one big happy family. We want to support each other. I mean, that's kind of how you connected with Jimmy a little bit. I think he saw what you were doing and was like, hey, let me see if I can give this uh this gal, uh, I don't know, uh, um, you know, a bump in subscribers, I think was, uh, his goal was to get you over that hundred thousand marks so you can get the nice little plaque from YouTube. And last time I checked, it looks like you uh, made that, uh, mark now too. Yeah. You blew right past that from what I saw. Is that right, Kay? That is correct. I was able to pick up just shy of 10,000 subscribers in about 30 days. Wow. That's very nice. That's impressive. <laughs> What's the trick? What do you think it is? They're just tapping into your uh, energy and, and they want to follow the journey. Is that kind of what you think it is? Or is there is there a magic sauce to that kind of thing? Or what do you think? I don't believe that there's a magic sauce necessarily. I think authenticity is key. And mm -hmm. the more real that I can be from the very beginning with my followers, with my subscribers, I call them the Fly With K fam the more they can relate. And when I'm having a bad day, they can help me feel better. When they're having a bad day, they just log in, fly with K, whatever social media platform it is they're looking for, 
and hopefully I can help them have a better day too. Right. Where are you at in your training right now? So right now I'm really just building my hours. I just passed uh, 1,301.6. I did my logbook last night in preparation for this call. And I am pretty much just working towards my ATP at this point. You know, Dennis might do this eventually. What do you think? Is she uh, inspiring you, Dennis, or, or what do you think? The way I see all of these people, you know, making big changes and whatnot, you know, it's hard not to look at my logbook and see that I've got 1,400 hours exactly in there as of this weekend and go, hmm. But, you know, I do love what I do for my day job, so it would be really hard to make that kind of change. But it is also tempting because the thought of being able to fly, you know, big iron for the first time, that, that is really, really appealing. Yeah, and I would imagine you're getting a lot of folks that are following you, you know, with that uh, in mind, you think, eh? Oh my gosh, yes. First of all, I want to say, Dennis, congratulations. I can't wait till I, too, am at 1,400 hours, so that's awesome. But But another week at your rate, isn't it? Well, maybe. (laughs) You never know. It depends where I end up going. (laughs) Yeah, she's on the fast track. I might actually be flying Little Red to the Bahamas in October if weather and maintenance and everything aligns. And uh, that'll be another maybe 30 to 40 hours of flight time, which would be wonderful. I like it. And I know my followers can't wait to see where I end up. I I have no doubt. And your plane is called Little Red? Is that what you said? Little Red. Little. Little Red. Little. You got to be hip with the kids and and get that uh, lingo in. (laughs) I love it, Kay. Uh, Thank you for being on Just Plain Radio. Uh, Once again, check her out. uh, Fly with Kay on all the social media channels, and uh, you can fly along with her as well. Well, thank you very much, Greg. Dennis, this has been awesome. I'm so happy I was able to share a little bit of my story, and uh, hopefully I'll get to see some of your viewers on my channel soon. Absolutely. We got more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Flight is a scientific impossibility. And even if it weren't, why fly? Where would it get you? I will fly. I will fly. I will fly. I, I, I. This is Just Plane Radio, Greg, your co-pilot. That is me, along with Captain Dennis. All right, so uh, we got to catch up on a few uh, big stories. A lot has happened, actually, since our lot uh, last broadcast. I was doing some commercial flying on Delta. And yes, I was very aware of the big story that was in the news, that every uh, pilot in the country, uh, their ears perked up when they heard this one. Uh, you know, I was flying Delta. That was what the story was about. And there was a flight originating from, I believe it was, uh, Atlanta to Spain. And it had to divert back to Atlanta because they had a medical incident. Now, I don't know, Dennis, did you hear the, uh, the pilot call to ATC of why they were returning to, uh, Atlanta? I didn't, but I can imagine it was a pretty crappy uh, Yeah, excuse. it was. Indeed, it was. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, I, I, props to the captain because he kept a straight face when he reported back to ATC that, hey, uh, we're having a medical incident here on the plane. We're going to return back to Atlanta. And he kept straight uh, through the whole. I thought for sure he was going to bust. And, you know, as soon as he unkeyed the mic, uh, he they had to be falling in the in the on the floor laughing because the incident was somebody had diarrhea. You cannot write this stuff. I'm telling you, you cannot write this. You know, it's the go-to excuse. If you have to miss work or uh, you got, you have an appointment. Oh yeah. Diarrhea. You know, it's a, it's the old go-to, but evidently no, that's nobody's what, ever going to ask for proof. Right. <laughs> right. But, Oh, what a mess. Literally. I mean, supposedly this uh, poor soul on board had an incident and uh, from what the reports say, you know, he or she, I don't even know, you know, what sex it was, but they uh, evidently uh, walked all the way up and down the uh, aisleways. I mean, I don't know if they were running to the bathroom or away from the bathroom. Who knows? But they, they spread or marked their territory throughout the plane. And the 300 people on board, uh, well, I, as you can imagine, it created quite a biological hazard <laughs> they thought they had to return to atlanta because if they had to deal with that for the next i don't know eight hour flight to spain uh people were gonna you know they they weren't gonna make it i don't think but what uh story i mean you can't write this stuff you hear what i'm saying dennis well it's a good thing we don't because that is absolutely disgusting and i feel bad for everyone involved from the person with the problem to right. the passengers on the airplane because 
you can't escape from the tube and there's not like a shower in there you can go clean up what do you do well yeah do is the right word and (laughs) uh but i'll tell you that you know the thing is they came back to atlanta and they said you know we're we're gonna we're gonna scrub down the plane and get everybody back on board i'm like oh hell no i'm not going back on that plane i'm sorry you can scrub all you want if this is what happened on that plane, I don't want to be on that plane at least for a good couple of days. Let it air out, everything else. I mean, you know, I don't know. That's I just wonder how many much. people uh, considered, you know, going out the uh, the sh- the shoots or something like that to not have to walk down that aisle either. Oh boy, uh, that, blow the slides. Can, I'm out. <laughs> well, hopefully it was just one aisle. <laughs> you know, I don't know. And uh, maybe they had two that they could uh, pick the one that was uh, all clear. You said two. Yeah, exactly. There's so many things we could say right now. Oh, yeah. But, you know, you can't write this. It's one of those crazy things. Now, I flew uh, Delta, and, I, and I'll tell you, I did take a, a pretty good look at the aisle when I was walking to my seat, <laughs> just just to be careful. I mean, it's hard not to have that in the back of your mind when you're getting on a plane, like, okay. You know, Watch where you step. Yeah, you know, there's so many other things you got to take into consideration to make your flight travels, you know, uh, more uh, tolerable. I never thought I, that would be one I'd be on the lookout for to avoid, but uh, now it's you know it's going to be top of the top of mind for a while, and uh, yeah, I don't know. But once again, props to the uh, pilot for not busting it on the because I heard the recording of him making this <laughs> announcement. And uh, but you know, as soon as they unkeyed, they had to be falling in the floor. And I mean, I don't think I, I've never heard anything remotely like this before. But maybe it's happened. You think this is a, a first time? I bet you know. No, absolutely not. This is not a first time. Well, I'm, I'm sure, sure they've had someone go in and destroy the head. You know, <laughs> one time or two, and they had to you know rope it off and put up caution tape and the whole thing. I'm sure that's happened. But have it uh, run all the way up and down the aisleway? That's a uh, that's a whole nother level. You think, Dennis? Yeah, I don't think I wanted to be on that plane. No. And how, how, what would be the uh, buffer for you? Like if you said, oh, we're going to scrub it down, then we'll let ba- everyone back on. Would you say, no, oh, no, I'll take the, no, I'll take another you need flight. You retire this airplane and turn it into uh, tags. Right. Know? Yeah. But, well, so anyway, I don't know. A crazy story. Something to think about. Luckily, my Delta flight went off without a hitch. Uh, I didn't even smell any obnoxious fumes from anybody who had, you know, eaten all the airline food and and stuff. So I was pretty happy. I had one of the best experiences I've had. You know, maybe that's all it takes. Someone has to go and attempt to mark their territory on an airplane in the, in the, uh, the, the you know, airlines get their crap together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, there's that. All right, uh, other big story that we haven't really addressed on the show yet is uh, is the passing of Jimmy Buffett. Well, I, I mean, actually, we did mention it, I think, but uh, but he had a, such a huge impact on aviation, on on diving, all the radio shows that we do. We do the World of Boating, we do Scuba Radio. I know we talked about it on those shows. I'm not sure if we talked about it on Just Plain Radio yet because we of our have because. I've passed him in the air. Uh, we were coming back home into Fort Myers here and well, happened yeah. to notice this airplane. So we have mentioned, you know, about Jimmy Buffett on the show in the past. And, right. But well, I mean, since his close. passing is what no, I'm talking I, about. And yeah, his, I don't, his impact on the aviation industry has is, is, is been uh, huge. He, re- he really did, uh, you know, especially the people are, that aren't in our little community. 
they they know about uh, Jimmy Buffett's flying activities throughout the Caribbean and on on those uh, seaplanes and things like that. And oh. uh, and it's good to see there's a petition going on in uh, Key West to change Key West Airport's name to Jimmy Buffett Airport or something like that, right? Is that the deal? I, yeah, that's the petition. So if you, for all the parrot heads out there, reach out to the city of Key West and you know try to get their attention. I think that, well, that I, would I be think a very fitting tribute. I agree. I was down there uh, last week. I went down to Key West and I raised a glass to the man at Margaritaville right there on Duval Street at Margaritaville and uh, did the whole thing. And uh, they had just had a big parade to celebrate his life. Uh, it won't be a, a tough sell down there at Key West uh, to uh, salute Jimmy Buffett. So I think this could be uh, happening. I, I And I, I agree. I think it would be a very fitting tribute to name Key West Airport, Jimmy Buffett Airport. So we'll keep an eye on that, see how that progresses. But I, I don't see why anybody would have uh, any issue with that at all. So, uh, hey, uh, it has our vote. So let's, uh, let's uh, make it happen. All right, we got more coming up on Just Plain Radio, including a pretty cool activity for some Mooniacs. That's next. Stay close. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Hi, this is Heidi with Aspen Avionics. You are listening to Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Now, here's two guys I met at Air Adventure. I shuttled them around the grounds, and they annoyed the hell out of me. But that's okay. They're fellow pilots. We'll let it slide. Take it away, boys. I'm This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, along with Captain Dennis. And we're not that annoying most of the time. But uh, we do have some special guests that are, uh, well, they're fellow Mooniacs, like uh, Captain Dennis. They got a Mooney, uh, not necessarily a 201, but they are friends of Dennis, or at least acquaintances, because they may not want to admit that they're friends. Is that the case, Dennis, or what? What's going on? Well, you know, we're all big fans of the Mooney. We're all Mooniacs. I guess we're all family, so that's even better than friends, right? Oh, well, they're shaking their heads. Well, and I've flown in two of the three airplanes that... <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, it counts. You you have a connection. But there's exactly. a big event. So what what is this event and and what are they doing? 
This is the Mooney Summit is coming up in Tampa in the middle of October. And I brought on three of the organizers, Scott Ashton, uh, Alex, and Dan Bass. Uh, all of them are on uh, to talk to us about uh, the event and all of the, the safety and other special events that are going on in conjunction with this. It's a two-day event starting at the Peter O'Night Airport in Tampa. And I think they're going to be uh, even going over to a conference facility at the Tampa International Airport for some of the presentations. So if anybody is interested in aviation safety, you do not have to have a Mooney. It just makes you a better pilot if you do. Aha. Uh-huh. Is that the case, Alex? Let's go to you first. What, what are you doing with this event? Absolutely. Um, I, I think uh, this event will make you a better pilot, whether you fly a Mooney or not. Just in the Mooney will be a lot faster and a lot more efficient. Uh, well, Dan and I are very excited to be uh, co-event directors uh, for the first time uh, this year for the Mooney Summit. Now, this is the ninth year that this event is taking place. This is the second year in Tampa. It was in uh, Panama City, Florida for many years before, and we're very excited to bring it to Tampa and are very grateful and appreciative of the partnership we built with the Tampa airport system. So as Dennis said, we're kicking off uh, the event on October 6th with airport day at Peter Knight airport. We're going to have a huge number of Moonies uh, flying in. We're going to have a great lunch, great uh, opportunities for people to show off their airplanes, uh, have a number of sessions, finish off the day with a delicious barbecue. And then the next day is all safety focused. Saturday, October 7th is going to be at the state of the art facility at the Tampa International Airport, right in the terminal there uh, with a number of uh, great speakers, which we'll uh, highlight uh, in, in a bit. And then we'll finish off with a banquet uh, at the waterfront restaurant at the American Social on Harbor Island. So great, exciting uh, kind of hi- highlighting uh, the, the event that we have planned sounds good now uh, dan tell tell me about this now if you don't have a mooney and you show up are you going to be shunned like you have leprosy or will you welcome yeah, them you or what yeah you'll be shunned a little bit okay but, um, right, no well. we're welcoming to we're welcoming to all pilots especially you greg if, yeah. if you could come over for a day that'd be great i think you'd enjoy it i would um, absolutely and I, but even well, though I don't have a pilot's license, but well, you have so a student pilot certificate, though. Well, uh, he basically he's saying he's welcoming uh, parasitic drag, and I appreciate that invitation. <laughs> I will take right. him up on That's that. Right. But but any pilot could learn. Uh, well, there, there's a big, like you said, safety element to this. That <laughs> whether you're a Mooniac or not, you're going to pick it up. Uh, whether you're, whatever type of airplane you're flying, is that the case, Dan? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, during the seminars, we tried to make it a little more Mooney specific, but it's not, it's not really, um, you know, specific just to the Moonies. It, it translates to all airplanes. One of the forums is about owner maintenance and that, that goes with Moonies or with any other airplane. Um, and then we got some other great speakers that are uh, one from the FA and one from the NTSB. Um, so it, it, it really fits for any pilot. I like it. And uh, Scott, what about you? What are you doing as part of this uh, event? Because, I mean, you're involved in everything. I mean, Scott pops up like with, uh, all you know, all different kinds of events, Air Venture, all the big shows. I mean, I see you everywhere. It's nuts. <laughs> I, I do try to be everywhere. We're, uh, we're one of the sponsors of the, uh, of the summit, and I'm also a, a speaker. So I'll be speaking on doing my presentation on everything your flight instructor didn't teach you about using aviation oxygen. And, you know, it's really, it's really relevant to the Moonies because 
you know, the 201 is typically a pilot's really first entree into a high-performance cross-country aircraft that uh, that pilots are starting to get up to altitude if they're transitioning from a 172 or a 182. So they may not be all that familiar with flying up at, you know, 10 to 12,000 feet may, and may probably should start using oxygen. And uh, so we're going to teach them everything they need to know and everything their flight instructor didn't teach them about using oxygen systems. I love it. And uh, are all three of you um, uh, flying in yourself? Alex, are you flying? You got a Mooney, I assume. And are Absolutely. You, okay. But, but you I, don't, I'm a proud owner of a Mooney 231. I right. will be flying in, and most likely I will be in the flight levels and using Aerox's uh, oxygen system and mask in, in my airplane. Okay, so he's going for the altitude, or at least just Absolutely. that added value uh, for sure of having the Aerox system in his aircraft for sure. And Dennis, you're going to go. So you, I mean, I mean, I know it's a slightly out of the way, but you could swing up around Orlando, pick me up. Maybe I could come over there and bug him. What do you think? Well, it'd probably be faster for you to get in your car and over to Tampa. From <laughs> no, Orlando but not nearly as be... much fun. No, true. <laughs> and unfortunately, in the 201, though, it doesn't make any sense for me to go high enough to need oxygen to get to Tampa because I'll be well, there in 30 minutes. Well, there's that. There's but that. Uh, maybe I will anyway, just to, just to show up. Well, what do you got to do to uh, participate uh, in this event? You got to sign up online uh, first, there, Dan, or or just show up, or what? How's it work? Yeah, um, airport day, anyone can come to, um, but to partake in the seminar uh, and the dinner the next day, you have to pre-register, um, and you can do that at MooneySummit dot com. Okay, MooneySummit dot com. Got that? Is there a, like a pancake breakfast and a whole thing there, uh, um, Alex? What do you think? Do you guys do that kind of thing, too? Are you working that in? We are. uh, We're not starting with breakfast. We're starting with a delicious lunch uh, at at Peter Knight and then an amazing barbecue uh, that's going to be hosted and and cooked by uh, Kelly Aerospace. And then um, the banquet, as I I mentioned, is going to be Waterside at American Social on Saturday. Great meals um, and, of course, the camaraderie, the networking, and uh, lots of Awesome airplanes with really cool tails. Well, I like that even better because I'm a late sleeper. So uh, I, I like the idea of uh, kicking it off with the lunch. So, Dennis, are you going to go for uh, both days? What do you think? What's your plan? No, my plan is to be there for both days. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to miss either one of them. There was a lot of great, uh, great seminars, a lot of opportunity for networking and just going and looking at everybody else's Mooney. And the folks at, uh, at Peter O'Knight there, uh, they really understand the Mooniacs because their line guys were wearing T-shirts that said, yes, we know your tow limits, because that's the first <laughs> thing that any Mooney owner will tell a line guy. Hey, if you need to tug this plane, make sure you don't turn that nose too far. Right. So, you know, it was just awesome that they just owned that and just yeah. came yeah. right up, right out front. Here you I go. I like we, it. We know all about your plane. Well, yeah. yeah. Apple Aviation is awesome. Yes, no, no doubt about it. And Scott, what, what do you, how many people you think are going to show up at this thing compared to last year's? You got any numbers in that regard, you think? Well, since we're doing the oxygen seminar this year, attendance has got to be up at least 20%. Of course, duh. It's going to be high. 21%. <laughs> yeah, 21%. <laughs> well, this is the ninth year. So, uh, I mean, are you seeing pretty strong demand compared uh, to last year, Alex? What do you think? Yeah, we are, we are seeing people uh, getting excited about it, especially after the pandemic. And uh, the new location, I think, is going to be a draw as well. Yeah. So make sure you register right away. Our early registration rate of 149 is ending tomorrow, September 17th. So re- register right away. Also, make sure you go on the website, 
mooneysummit.com and reserve the hotels at the reduced rate if you're not uh, driving in both days and want to spend the night and hang out with us and have lots of fun. Yeah. Well, uh, look at these guys or listen to them. I mean, they're they're pretty excited about this. It's, it's going to be a fun group to hang with. Bring everyone. It's going to be an aviation party for sure. Dennis will be there. And despite the fact I might even show up, uh, you should come. All right. Good stuff. Uh, MooneySummit.com. Check it out. Book it today. And we got more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Now go! Fly! Be free! Time for me to fly! This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis. We're your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information. And uh, just talking about my progress on becoming a private pilot, or lack thereof, uh, which is usually the latter more than the other. But, uh, but uh, you know, I did uh, come back from some travels, and a letter uh, at my home that came certified from the FAA. And when you see that, you're like, uh-oh, what the hell? What and the hell? You haven't been flying yet. I know. I haven't even been trying. You know, have they been listening to the show? I've been very careful not to blast them at all uh, on uh, Just Plain Radio. Or, if you know, anything, we've been very positive to I them think, about how quickly they got things resolved. Right. But uh, I got a certified letter, and it was a... Uh, Basically, a warning that I have 60 days to get some more health uh, crap to them to keep my special issuance in order for my third-class medical, which I've only had since April. <laughs> so I'm like, golly, you know, they they, they put me on something. I got to jump through a couple more hoops. And, and at first, I was like, Phew, well, okay, it's nothing too serious. It's just, you know. Uh, they're maybe they're working ahead to make sure I stay up to date and and the uh, hoops that I'm supposed to jump through for at least the first couple of years or whatever. But I, I will say the the problem it caused because I was like, well, I, I got to go contact my doctors. I got to you know get another test of this and this blood work, blah blah blah. Your typical annual kind of thing, right? Uh, and, and it's not. Uh, there's no difficulty doing any of this stuff that they're asking me to do, but scheduling it is a pain in the rear i mean you know dealing with a couple different doctors and schedules and all this stuff and, and you know they say okay you had like 60 days to get this stuff done and i was i was starting to uh panic just a little bit because i was like this is going to be a scheduling nightmare and then i'm going to come down to the wire and have to get this done but uh luckily i did have a card up the sleeve to play and uh i'm going to play it and uh, I, I know a guy who's a who's a, a very good friend of this show, and he's uh, also you know he can do the cardiologist stuff 
for me for scheduling. So he made some calls and locked it up so I can get everything done in a day and I'll get whatever the FAA needs and shipped off in plenty of time. So how about that? That's terrific. That's good. And uh, I'm assuming you're, you're still going through funneling all that through Dr. Bush to let him handle exactly. all the, yeah. see, the, the, it's the building one, those relationships right. with your AME that's going to really help uh, with this whole situation. Yeah. He was the first person I called when I got the letter. I was like, oh, they want this, this, and yeah, they're, they're going to do it. You know, we, we could probably fight it, but you don't want to fight it. Just get give them what they are, they're asking for. They, you know, it's really kind of unnecessary. But uh, but just do it. And I was like, all right. Well, and then I thought, well, let me call my buddy and see if I can get uh, you know all this stuff scheduled quicker. And sure enough, uh, he, he said, no problem. So I'm going to go and get it all done in a day and then drive straight over to Dr. Bush. And then we're going to get it all shipped off to the FAA and we'll be good to go. So all is good. It was just one of the, you know, when, when you ever, uh, you know, get home and see a letter from the FAA, that's, that's not a letter you want to see, right, Dennis? No, you don't. No, you never want to see anything from them. Not unless you just took a check ride and you're expecting your certificate to be right. showing up. Well, there's exactly. any other mail from the FAA. <laughs> yeah. We do not want to no see. No unexpected letters from the FAA. Uh, Especially sure. not certified ones. That's right. generally proof that they delivered it to you. Yeah. And, uh, but like I said, no big deal. It was, it was just kind of, you know, a little, kind of, you know, made the butt cheeks pucker just a little bit there at first. I was like, oh no, but it was all good. So we got that, uh, squared away. Now we, uh, have a couple other, uh, news nuggets to, uh, share with our passengers today that involve, well, let's see, this is an airport in Dallas. Is that right? That's right. But you know how in St. Martin, uh, Princess Juliana Airport there, people go and gather by the fence to watch the jets take off and you hang on right. the fence and they get blown in the air, right? So there's obviously a lot of energy from behind those jets when they take off. And mm-hmm. so Dallas Love Field has these big metal deflectors set up to keep that from blowing cars off the road. Well, somebody has decided we could put wind turbines in there and recapture some of that energy. So they're testing that now at Dallas Love Field. Hmm. with the goal of being able to charge up airport vehicles, things like the tugs. I don't know if you've noticed, uh, like at uh, Atlanta, the last time we were out there, a lot of the tugs that they're starting to use to haul the luggage around are electric. So here we have kind of a closed loop, energy efficient. We're we're capturing wasted energy from the jets taking off, using it to recharge the tugs to haul our luggage. Hey, I think that's pretty clever. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I mean, uh, yeah, the might as well take advantage of it. I mean, because they're not letting them uh, sit at the end of the runway and get blown around like they do in St. Martin. I mean, people, no, we have lawyers here in America exactly. that kind of take all the fun out of that stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, one person dies and they stop everything. Okay, but uh, not if it's in the Caribbean. <laughs> so they still let them do that. I don't really see the appeal of that myself. It's fun to watch the YouTube videos. It's it's great uh, mind numbing uh, waste of uh, time uh, online, uh, you know, viewing. But you just describe YouTube in general. I mean, well, except Kay's channel. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, we digress. But yes, you can go down those rabbit holes and lose a whole lot of time on on YouTube, and all of it could be even aviation related. Yes. So, you know, they, uh, I mean, that that's uh, pretty smart thinking. I mean, if it, if it works, I mean, uh, who knows how much the system costs. Hopefully it's not insane and where it kind of, you know, defeats the purpose. But, uh, but it sounds uh, logical 
in theory. Well, I mean, if you're already having to put up jet blast deflectors to protect the right. roads and stuff behind the airport, why not have them recover some of that wasted energy? I mm-hmm. think it's brilliant. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and put it to good use. Why not? The whales would thank them off the East coast. They're having a big problem with the turbines and, and something with the underwater sonar setting up those wind turbines or killing whales. It's all over the news. So they would probably uh, appreciate this approach better. Well, and yeah. I think the uh, the migrating birds would appreciate it too. Yeah. Apparently, the big towers in the Midwest are are you know taking out. Hey, uh, wait a minute! There's there's another need. Uh, you have the deflectors that are chopping up the birds, are creating hazards. Uh, they say the birds wouldn't be a fan, but you know they, they could. Um, you know that whole system could multitask in a way, right? Yeah, but wind towers <laughs> near the airports, <laughs> we don't have another uh, repeat of the miracle on the Hudson. Hey. Yes, it. it uh, it creates power. It slices. It truly ends. <laughs> yeah. The slap okay. for aviation. Uh, yes. PETA's on line five. Yeah. Anyway. And uh, Buffalo Wild Wings would like to know where they can get yes. some inexpensive chicken. Well, oh, okay. See, there's uh, several revenue streams there. Uh, we got time for one more little news nugget to share. And this has to do with the Air Force or something, right? Well, right. Uh, everybody's got a pilot shortage, and the Air Force is doing their darndest to try to train pilots, but apparently they are coming up short of their goal of training 1,500 new pilots this year hmm. by almost uh, 150 some pilots. They're coming up short. And it's not the usual uh, reasons, like we can't get them or they're being recruited away, but apparently even they suffer from problems with like maintenance on their aircraft. Uh, some of the Jet engines for their primary or their advanced trainers, uh, they're having a hard time keeping them airworthy. You know, mm. just these airplanes are getting old and it takes a long time to get those engines overhauled, parts availability, et cetera. So that's making the airplane less available so they can't get as many flights in and things like that. So the Air Force is, uh, you know, struggling to keep up just like everybody else. Do they have a solution? Well, they are in the process right now of developing a brand new jet trainer that would replace the T-38, which is their current advanced trainer. So that is scheduled to come online, but it's still going to take a couple of years before they can build enough of them. Okay. And it's going to be powered by the uh, exhaust fumes of all the uh, jets that they have. Jet dinosaurs, just like the current jets. Right. (laughs) That was something we threw in for, you know, our own amusement. And on that note, we're going to wrap it up till next time. Remember, there is no better high than learning to fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. (laughs) 
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far across the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 